Welcome everyone to Coaching the Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about what kids are going through. Because if we looked at the last episode on holding high levels of integrity, and then our next episode, we have a guest, a teacher, and we're going to be talking about his experience in the school system and then also his personal experience with coaching. So all that's going to tie into what we're going to be talking about today. And that's going to be what are the kids going through? Because they're going through things that we as adults have never even experienced. Now, of course, we might have some knowledge of it, but it's a different beast nowadays. So we're going to dive into that today. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and to share this video and or audio. Now, in the realm of cell phones, technology, internet, smartphones, it has never become more easier for someone to stay connected. Now, that could be a good thing, a positive thing, or it could be a negative thing. Because let's say you're a kid, and maybe you're not the most popular kid, and now you're at school, you're getting bullied, and you would hope you go home and you can finally get a reprieve from all that bullying, from all that negativity, but it follows you home, cyberbullying. People are contacting you on your social media websites, maybe in chat rooms, There's so many other alternatives. Kids can reach out to someone and be negative. So now they're being more negative for longer periods of time. And that brief reprieve that we had when we went home to recover, feel better, figure out a plan almost, is gone. So when we don't have a plan, what starts to happen? Well, the only thing that can happen is we're going to operate how we are right now. When it comes to children, when it comes to teens, especially teens, emotions are going to be running high. And that's when mistakes can happen. And those mistakes can be life-altering, whether they be violence, whether they be self-loathing, ideas that they're not worth living anymore. There's a lot of negativity that can go on in their brains. And if they don't get a break from it, They are going to look for other ways out, for other solutions. And that's the problem, right? Because they're going to figure out a way how to deal with that. And sadly, here in America, and I'm sure other areas of the world are going to be dealing with a rise in substance abuse, whether it be alcohol, drugs, that's going to be a big issue. Now, I remember I was at the gym, going into the gym one day. And they were trying to raise money for the D.A.R.E. program. And the D.A.R.E. program is going to be a program police can come to their school and they're going to talk to you about drugs and saying, hey, don't do these because these are not good for you. Say no, right? Say no to drugs. They had stopped that some years ago, but then I believe they started it back up because of funding. What a better time to have that conversation with a police officer, with a adult who knows what happens or what is the aftermath of using these substances. So now these kids are going out and maybe smoking weed, they're vaping, whatever they're doing, right? It's not going to be a good habit for them. Now, I'm not saying that what they're doing is necessarily wrong because we were all young once. We all drank alcohol. We all went out with the wrong crowd. And I mean, It's a life lesson. And we just have to understand that they're going through that phase in their life too. It's just that 
their phase is more volatile. Now we were dealing with maybe some dry grass as our tinder, right? So if a spark hit the dry grass, yeah, it's going to light and it's going to spread if the conditions are right, windy, etc. But today they're dealing with gasoline. The moment a spark flies or a flame is ignited, boom, right? So that's an issue that they have to go through. And us as adults, us as parents have to understand that too, because it's not the same as when we were growing up. And now there's just so much pushback of what can be taught in schools, whether it be critical race theory, uh, gender conversations, right? All of this stuff is happening that didn't happen when we were younger. So now kids are asking questions that they are not ready to get the answers for. There's a reason why there's a drinking age, right? You have to be 21 in order to drink. Now, I know there's some countries that you can be 18 and you can drink, things like that, or smoke, same thing. But when we put a gap on something like that, you can't drink until 21. It makes it so enticing for someone. So they say, you know what? I want to do this because I'm not supposed to. So, of course, that's just children and they're just looking for that opportunity to do something they're not supposed to. And it's not to be bad. It's curiosity more than anything. Because if you think about it, they are going through life for the first time. They don't know what it is like to smoke weed or to get drunk. And, you know, maybe they do it and they don't like it. And they can say, you know, this is not for me. Maybe they like it and they say, you know what, I'm going to keep on doing this. Or you're hanging around with the wrong people and it just becomes a habit. Many people don't know this, but if you smoke one cigarette, you don't become addicted. If you smoke one cigarette, you won't become addicted. Yes, it has nicotine in it and it's an addictive substance, but you won't become addicted from having one cigarette. First, you become addicted to the habit and then you become addicted to the nicotine. So the people who are smoking right out of high school and college, it's because they built that habit. Now, of course, it could be something they learn from the parents, something to do with their friends. Maybe they like how it makes them feel. And it's not so much about the chemical. How does me visualizing myself smoking a cigarette make me feel? I feel like I'm an adult. I feel like I'm powerful. I feel like I have a say. So it's more than just saying I'm smoking this tar stick. It's saying I'm an adult and I get to make my own choices. And that's powerful for teenagers, especially because they want nothing more than to be an adult. We forget, even as adults, we forget to take some time and appreciate what we have. It's becoming more difficult nowadays when we have a screen always in front of us where we have our phone able to distract us or to entertain us because we get bored every other hour. We need something new. So there's always something trending and the trend will last maybe a week, but then there's a new trend. They have to stay fresh. What's happening with the kids is that things are moving so fast that they can't even put a foothold in anything before things start to change again. For us, we had, for example, FUBU. So we would wear some FUBU, and that would be for about three or four years. Now there's always a new trend, a new style, probably every six months. 
So now they have to go out and stay up to date with the latest and the greatest. Because if they don't, now they're old fashioned. Now they're out of style. Now they're being bullied because they're listening to old music. And at the inception of the Apple iPod MP3 player, all that just made it more easy for more music to be readily available. And so now people have so much music where that they can listen to, but you have to understand listening to certain genres of music is kind of putting yourself in a bracket per se of who you are, your societal group, your peer group. Because if I like, for example, let's say I like Kanye West and I think Kanye West is a great rapper. I think he's the greatest rapper alive. And then someone says, well, Drake is a better rapper. And then we can't be friends or whatever it be because we like different rappers. Well, that's the world we're living in now. If I have a different opinion than you do, we are not compatible. But there was a time when if you like something different than I did, there was not a big deal. Because, hey, you like something different that doesn't make you different than me, right? We're still the same age. We're in the same grade. We are people united. But at the same time, we like different things and it's not going to work. And there's so much pushback from different religions, different cultures, your sexual orientation. All of those different things are playing a factor in if I can be your friend, if I can be associated with you. Just because I have a different way of thinking or my parents have a different way of thinking. I can't associate with you. How many friends were lost because of the mandates? Maybe someone didn't want one. And then now someone says, well, if you don't want one, I can't be around you because you're being unsafe. That's silly because now they're just operating under, well, this person is not doing something that I'm doing. So that means they're doing it wrong. That person's wrong. I'm right. How dangerous it is to always think you're right. How dangerous is it to not appreciate other people in their their own perspective, in their own opinion? Because it goes more than just the mandates. Right now, there's a big push in the LGBT community that they're going out and they're blocking roads and they're getting violent here and there, but they are going out trying to have their voice heard. Are they doing it in the right way? I mean, that's going to be up to perspective, different situations, but they're allowing their emotions to reign supreme over their logic because there's a right way to win a fight, especially a legal battle. Going out with your emotions high is probably the wrong thing. Now, I'm not saying that they have to lower their emotions and they have to abide by societal standards of what is a proper type of emotional level. But they have to be able to be coherent in their arguments. Because one of the main things they're doing is just making themselves to be victims. That leads to a weak mindset later on, if not already now. I'm a victim. And that's happening in the schools too. Mental illnesses. And it's not so much of, oh, I have ADHD, I have ADD, I have to take Ritalin or some type of medication. It's... I have a mental illness because I'm suffering from anxiety. I'm super stressed and it's contagious, let me tell you, because most likely parents are going to be dealing with that too. 
high levels of stress, high levels of anxiety, high levels of fear, uncertainty, right? These times are uncertain. You don't know if you're going to have your job tomorrow. You don't know if there's going to be nuclear war. You don't know what tomorrow holds. None of us do. But what we do know is that we can do what we can today. We can push past all of the negativity that's happening in the world and keep on pushing. But what do you think happens when we don't do that? Everything stays stagnant. So the kids, here's what they see. They see the world front and center. And I can go to any news channel right now, online, CNN, ABC, Fox News, anyone be it. And we're going to find the negative front and center. This is what's happening. Fear of nuclear war, anything, right? It could be BLM protests gone wrong, riots breaking out all across nation. That is going to spark negativity. When it comes to young teens, they are operating under, I know everything already. I don't need any advice. I don't need any help. I know what I'm doing. As long as they think that way, they're going to, of course, congregate together as teens And they're going to make their own little cliques, their own little gangs, and they're going to be resilient and push and find a way to get what they want, right? So that's happening right now with the LGBT stuff. They're going out, getting arrested. There's a lot of pushback there, uh, a lot of shoving, pushing, not a lot of positive things. And I'm a huge advocate of freedom. So if you want something in your life and it's legal, go for it, right? But then at the same time, Make sure just because you get something you want it doesn't mean that, oh, this was something that I was entitled to, right? Because then we get into the entitled type of mindset. We are entitled to nothing necessarily. Yeah, we're entitled to live life and things like that. But then look at slavery, right? Of course, it was abolished. But were those people entitled to anything? Maybe they got a meal. Maybe they didn't, right? If they were good, maybe if they're bad, they didn't get anything. So the entitled type of mentality is not going to serve anyone. And right now, that's what we have. We have a majority of the nation under an entitled type of mindset. So kids are seeing that because where do kids get their information from? Their environment. And then then the behavior that's around them. Whether it's their behavior, parents' behavior, or their peers' behavior, they're going to figure out how they should be acting. And everyone is making a big deal of the littlest things, whether someone's not wearing a mask the right way, where someone is maybe not six feet apart, and this is not so much nowadays, but pre-quarantine, yeah, it, it was a big deal. And then now it's going to be like, well, my kid can't learn this in school because you're saying I can't or my body, my choice, and I can't do something to my body. We have to understand something that the age of consent is going to be around the age of 16. And parents can go out and they can make their kids take any shot they want, any type of surgery they want. Like the parent is going to be the person who's going to be directing that child to their future. Comes to parenting, is there a right way to parent? I don't think so. I think parenting is going to be unique for every individual because the situation that you're in, no one else has gone through it exactly as you have. 
because I say that because, yeah, someone might have lost their home or got into a serious accident, but how you took it doesn't mean that they took it the same way. Because if something happened to me that was negative, I have two options. Oh, this thing happened to me, I'm a victim. Or I can say, oh, this thing happened to me, but it made me stronger, made me more appreciative. So there's different ways we can think. So just a small shift can change the whole trajectory of where we're going or where we end up. The smallest shift, what you say to someone, how you treat someone, the smallest thing can make a huge difference. And right now, there's not going to be enough positive reinforcement for our children because there's just too much negativity. There's just too much negativity right now. Turn on the news, war. Turn on the news, gun violence, fighting. Turn on the news, hate crimes. And if you know anything about the mind, it's going to take three positives just to erase that one negative. So if a kid's getting bullied... If a kid is feeling anxious and stressed, if they have to take a bunch of standardized testing and they're not doing well, or if things have to go back to online learning and now they're even more stressed or they don't have friends, that's going to have a huge impact on their upbringing and who they are going to be becoming as adults. Now, can we fix that, right? Because that's going to be the million dollar question next. Can we fix this type of problem that's happening? And it's going to be situation by situation because sometimes we can work with a child and we can say, okay, well, what do we need? What do we need to do? Because if a kid is already in juvie because they were doing the wrong things or they're in the wrong place at the wrong time, what can we do for them? Can we help them? Is there a support system in place? Because their mindset has already anchored in a certain way. I was out at the car wash earlier today and there was a new worker at the car wash and he had tattoos. He was probably high school kid, probably not college yet, but probably high school. The look on his face was misery, right? He didn't want to be there. He wasn't happy, but he had to get a job, I guess, or maybe he just needed a job. Well, That type of mentality of, I hate this job, I don't want to do it, okay? It's a good and bad thing. If we know anything about Mr. Marvelous, I think his name is on Shark Tank or whatever, he had a job at the age of 15 or something, mowing grass. So he like mowed grass, I think, for a day or whatever it was, and he realized he hated that job. And he says, I never want to work for someone again. I want to make my own in which he did, and he's highly successful. The problem is he had to have that experience, right? He had to have that bad in order to get the good. So sometimes people get the bad, but they stay in the bad. Now, we have to understand that just because we stay in the bad for some extent doesn't necessarily mean we're doing something wrong. Because if we're staying in a job like that young man is, Are we just staying in the job to pay the bills or, and then we have an escape plan or we figure out we don't have another choice. We don't have another alternative. And right now, many children don't believe they have all their alternatives. Now, of course, they think about NBA being rappers, 
being YouTubers, gamers, of course, right? And it's a possibility that you can do that. But the market is so competitive nowadays where in order to be a YouTuber, to be someone like that, you have to put in hours and hours of dedication. And many times people will start, but then they won't necessarily keep pushing past that challenge. So they say, you know what, I'm going to do this for a little bit. Oh, it's not working out. I guess I'll figure my life out. And sometimes they are able to make something. Sometimes they're not, right? What happens if they don't, right? What is their mindset? Do they believe that they can anymore? Do they believe that life is just too hard? I'm just going to work a nine to five corporate America. And that's even changing too. So right now, kids are going through serious change, whether it be in their own mental upbringing or in the world around them. So we have to make sure what we do as parents, educators, coaches, go out and make sure that these kids are getting the wisdom, more so the knowledge that they need. Because we have stripped away already about two years of their life. have two years taken away from them. And now we have to say, okay, how can we catch them up? And that's going to be wisdom. One of the things I looked for when I was younger was wisdom. I always tried to get a golden nugget from someone. It could be dad's friends, mom's friends. It could be my grandma's friends. It didn't matter who, right? It was typically an adult telling me something, right? Life experience per se. Even though it was like boring or listening to an old person talk, I always took it to heart. I always said, let me make sure I'm paying attention to that. Because then it's like, okay, now I can apply it to how I am as an adult because they had that experience and I don't have to go through their trials and turbulations because I didn't listen. Listening to those problems is going to be powerful because then you don't make the same mistakes. Kids nowadays, they don't want to listen to lectures or conversations from adults. They have all their friends at their fingertips and that's going to be the latest and greatest news to them. Oh, this person is sleeping with this person. Oh, this person cheated on this person. This person is doing what? All of that typically is drama, more so negativity than anything, right? Because drama is just negativity in my book. They are just drowning in helplessness. Though it is a good thing and, and though some people will get out because not every child is going to be dealing with this. But the majority of children are going to be dealing with it and then they're going to come up and they're just going to have a weak mindset. And that's going to be dangerous, having a weak mindset, not so much in the sense that you're going to be controlled, or not so much in the sense that you're not going to accomplish things in your life, but the moment something bad happens to you, you automatically go toward the negative. And that shift in your life, this could be just one opportunity for you to keep on going. If you make a mistake, there's no continue. And we have come a long way from the YOLO type of mentality, but at the same time, they still have that way of thinking because they are young and they are full of energy, full of vibrance and full of life, but they are taking that for granted as many of us do, because as we realize we grow up, eventually there's going to come a time or a point in time when we have more years behind us than in front of us. And as soon as we realize that, we're going to appreciate those years even more. 
but there's nothing that should stop us right now from appreciating the time we have now, tomorrow, the rest of our life. Whether we have more years behind us, more years in front of us, that's all relative to the fact. Are we able to make a difference? And right now, even though there's a lot of issues with the school system, with children, with the world, it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to stop being people that can make a difference, make a change. Because it starts with us and we have to make sure what we do is powerful and impactful for the rest of the world to see. Because if we just operate under the bounds of, well, I'm just going to live my life. I don't care what happens to anyone else. You're going to notice very quickly that it's not that way because people need people. There's a reason why there's no food on the shelves. There's a reason why gas prices are going up. They're going down right now, but whatever, right? It's going to go up eventually because that's another story. And then why everyone is so antsy in an uproar, feisty. Everyone's fighting with each other. That's a problem in itself. And you're going to see over the months, things are going to start compounding even more. And right now we're in the month of April and schools are going to be getting out in summer vacation and then next year. Stay tuned for what's going to happen now into next year because that's going to be dramatic in our kids dramatic in mindset and dramatic in our life and our future. So make sure to stay tuned for that because we're going to be talking about that in the coming months, making sure we stay on track and making sure we stay ahead of the crowd so we don't get caught up in all the negativity, all of the drama and all the mayhem because we want to end up on top, right? We want to be successful. We want to have our life filled with meaning and it's imperative that we take control of our life. And the problem with kids is that they're not taking control. They're just allowing the world to move them any which way. And if you're a parent, take control too, right? Make sure your kid is getting the education they need. Make sure that they're learning and they're doing the right things. And it's not so much that you're micromanaging them. It's just that you are leading the way, the positive way. You're putting in the work too. Because if you're not putting in the work, they see that. So make sure you put in the work so they can put in the work. And of course, if you have any questions, you can email me, coachingaccession at gmail.com. If you're looking for coaching, you can head over to reverendconcepts.com, youth mentoring. Of course, again, reverendconcepts.com. There's ways where we can make sure the young minds of the next generation are taken care of. And we can make sure that your mind is taken care of too. Because if you have a strong mind, If your children or our children have a strong mind, we're going to create and develop into a strong society. Right now, we just have to make that shift. I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching A Session. Until then, everyone take care.